0: The word of the Lord from Mark chapter 9, verses 30 through 37. The disciples went on from there and passed through Galilee. And Jesus did not want anyone to know, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying and were afraid to ask him. And they came to Capernaum. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our gospel proclamation comes from the gospel of St. Mark that I just finished reading for you and serves as the basis of our theme for this 17th Sunday after Pentecost. No sermon titled today. Now, I could have titled it, If you receive this child in my name, you got the father. Or, How am I going to be a king if I'm a slave? Or, 50 years of receiving children in Jesus' name or the reversal of values that constitute the kingdom of God. Obviously, those are all silly, or weird, or just plain inappropriate. So there's no sermon title today. Only Jesus and a few confused disciples, just like you, and just like me. The Gospel of Mark has a theme that can be found throughout the Holy Spirit's inspiration of this writer. Mark, or John Mark, a trusted disciple that Peter turned to when he was released from prison, a companion to Paul and Barnabas on their missionary journeys. He stayed with Paul when he was imprisoned. He was with Peter in Rome. After he traveled with Timothy to meet Paul, And finally, he became the bishop of the church in Alexandria, Egypt, and died a martyr's death there. Not knowing these credentials, you would think the theme would be about understanding. But Mark's theme, though, is misunderstanding. In chapter 8, verse 32, Peter understands Jesus as the Christ but misunderstands Jesus' suffering and death. In chapter 8, verse 34, James and John understand the power of Jesus, but misunderstand that his glory is on the cross, and a criminal will be at his left, and a criminal will be at his right. In chapter 10, verse 10, the disciples understand a certificate of divorce, but misunderstand Jesus' teaching on divorce and remarriage. And in 10.24, the disciples understand the attraction of the rich, but misunderstand how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. In today's gospel, they understand that Jesus will die, And it may have even caused the conversation of who is greater than the other. But characteristically in Mark, they misunderstand that Jesus will rise from the dead. And the first will become last. So, what are our misunderstandings today? That church is a magic place of protection from anything that may harm us? That no evil will befall the faithful? Do we pray, don't let me suffer the consequences of my actions? I ain't got no J-O-B, Jesus, please connect me. I'm here so Jesus will bless me the way I see. Ask yourself, just like I have so many times, and... My life as a layperson, just like you, and for the last 21 years as a pastor for you. Is church just my social scene? Friends through thick and thicker and thickest? A party? Is church supposed to be the place that gives me what I want and not what I need? Do we bend, bend those scriptures to say what we want them to say? Do we isolate the text we want to listen to rather than the ones that admonish and challenge us? Tell me, I am as proper as I need to be, especially so I can look at those other sinners and know that I am better than them? If I want to do it, It can't be sin. After all, look at the blogs, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. I am normal, and better than that. If this is you, and most certainly it has been and sometimes still is me, well then we have achieved a true disciple-like misunderstanding that Mark so eloquently records for us today. Let's just take a look at that little boy in Jesus' lap. Not quite the idol we make children today. Today, we see them as sinless, precious beings that speak with the wisdom of the ages on obvious fixes to social disease and environmental problems that impoverish us. Now, this child was in a culture with the opposite mindset of today's larger cultural community. In Roman culture, you could sell, pawn off, and even kill your own child if you wanted to. Now, in Jewish law, it was not that bad. But children were socially and religiously diminished as demonstrated by the disciples, shooing them away from Jesus in Mark ten thirteen to 16 Not that our system is perfect. The theologian Peter Marty said it best. We're always training them to be something for the future rather than appreciating them for the blessing they already are. And what is that blessing, you might ask? Well, I believe Jesus shows us today that the child lives on the receiving end of everything we have to give them. Not because they deserve it, but because we love them and want to give them everything we can. So the disciples observe in silence, for they understood Jesus would die, but they misunderstood why. Whoever desires Jesus' power and authority and riches must be first, willing to desire the pain, the suffering, the poverty, and above all, The humiliation of the whole world and experience it fully on the cross. And because Jesus did for our sake just that, we are able to receive his eternity, his glory, his richness, and his life. Not because we deserve it, but because he loves us, and wants to give us everything. So, I guess that's the title. We misunderstand him, but he understands us like no one can. Now may that peace, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus always, amen.